hey, ladies. Happy Thursday, and welcome back to Old Friends and New, the podcast brought to you by the Christchurch Ladies Fellowship in Moscow, Idaho. Christine Lamaro here once again. Happy to be with you. Hope you had a really good week reading your Bible in the Bible Reading Challenge, diving into Exodus and the wonderful story of Moses. And we also are... Um, getting a few psalms here and there, which is always just wonderful. And um, along with that, I wanted to put in a book plug for a book on psalms. It's called Psalms for Trials by Lindsay Tollefson, Meditations on Praying the Psalms. Canon Press here in Moscow carries that, and it's just a lovely little devotional book, and I just would encourage you to pick up a copy, Psalms for Trials by Lindsay Tollefson. Well, Today, we have three wonderful guests once again. We have Jana Shaw, Hannah Greaser, and Becky Pliego. Now, Jana was on a couple weeks ago, so I did an intro for her then, and I needed to get some more information. So I texted her for some a few more little tidbits about her life. So this is what she sent me. She is an amazing person. She was a nurse in a refugee relief ship in the South China Sea. She's an Air Force nurse, a Navy wife. She was a Bible teacher at Logos School. She loves to read and swim. And she has 11 grandchildren that she's very involved with. So here's Jana once again, my strong and capable friend. And I love her. Then we have Becky Pliego. And I have mentioned Becky to you before, and you all probably know who Becky is. She was one of the original team of women who put the Bible Reading Challenge together. She actually did the plan itself. So she's a driving force. We thank you, Becky, for all your hard work with the Bible Reading Challenge. She sends out emails every week and um, that are super encouraging. And she puts a lot of time into it and a lot of love. And so we really appreciate you. She and her husband, Carlos, are our long-distance Christchurch members. They live in Mexico City. They have four children, three are married, and one teenage daughter. This year, Becky entered into the ranks of being a grandma with two beautiful grandchildren. She teaches Spanish at Wilson Hill Academy. And um, one thing about Becky is Becky is a real encourager. If you ever meet her, you feel like she's your best friend and you are her best friend. She's very engaged with you and it's just so fun to talk to her. So I hope you enjoy listening to her and she's got a really strong accent, so I hope you can understand her. And then there's Hannah Greaser. Hannah is an old, old friend. She was um, in my daughter's class through many years in Logos School. She married her husband, Jason, who is a professor now at New St. Andrews College. Hannah is a busy mom of five boys, ages senior in high school to third grade. We pretty much adopted the Greasers when they went to Texas for Jason to get his doctorate because my kids were living down there. So we'd go down and visit my kids and we'd visit the Greasers and they just feel like family. Bonus, they moved in next door to us this summer, and we are so happy about that. Now, Hannah is a very talented gal. She's a wonderful graphic designer, and she has her own website called Appertuity Photography, where she takes beautiful pictures of the landscapes of the area around here, the Palouse region, and the rolling wheat fields and barns and birds, and they're just lovely. Appertuity Photography. And the other thing that 
is really worth mentioning, probably most of all, is that Hannah is mature beyond her years. She's written a book called The Clouds You So Much Dread, Hard Times and the Kindness of God, where she shares her struggles with fear in her life in high school, um, early married, when her son was very ill with leukemia. And it's just a wonderful book of comfort and guidance to everyone because we all do struggle with fears at different times of our life. So anyway, Hannah is our host today. So you have Jana, Becky, and Hannah. Enjoy the podcast. Hola. Good morning. Welcome to our Bible reading challenge discussion. I'm Hannah Greaser, and I'm here with my good friend Becky Pliego, my other friend uh, Jana Shaw. I'm glad you guys are with us. Um, this week we are doing a lot of reading in Exodus, and good, good, exciting stories, <laughs> oh. wild, wild stories. Yeah, and just very um, beautiful stories about the details, right? And the, that has been maybe hard for some to um, read tedious if you're not like, like, why are we reading this? But, but it's just so important to see how God care, takes care of um, details and it matters to him how we worship. I think that is another important thing. Like, we cannot just say, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, it matters. We need to strive to, to go there, right? We're... we're where God wants us to go in how to worship him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and some of those passages, I know you can kind of get glazed over and it gets a little bit tedious. Like, okay, rams, skins, and goat hair, and red and purple and scarlet yarn, yeah. and all these different details. But as Becky said, it, it shows, I think, really well that God does love the details. And it mm-hmm. says it's for glory and beauty. God okay. cares. He cares about beauty. He made all these beautiful things so yeah I kept thinking about um the word obedience kept coming in my mind through there that even if they didn't understand why they were making for instance blue or purple pomegranates they were just obeying and we should be obeying in our lives Mm -hmm. even if we don't fully understand Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah in fact um my when we were having kids, one of my uh, one of my top names that I really wanted we didn't use was Bezalel because I I (laughs) love I love that character in the Bible. And what's interesting is that it says God fills him with this Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to do. He's not a prophet. He's not preaching. He's not a, another Moses character or an Elijah. He's filled with the Holy Spirit to do all these beautiful crafts. Mm-hmm. And even, the, even the oils, like as a perfumer. Perfumer, perfumer. yeah. Yeah, that was like, wow. Mm-hmm. So I have a degree in art, so this is a, this path, this section for me was really stands out every time that wow god really cares about the artists and enough that one of the one of the acts of the holy spirit in the old testament is to fill them with the skill to do art for his worship which i think is really neat yeah and he even designed it so that you were here on this particular passage yeah yeah to to give a different perspective than some of us that maybe glaze over just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, those are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Also, I love that we read the um, Psalm 90 um, that Moses wrote. That is just great. But um, it, I was just, when I was reading it, it, it strikes me where it says on verse 14, I don't know if you guys got that. It says, satisfy us, satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love. And of course, we've got to be thinking that Moses is feeding while he's writing this with the manna that yeah. God is 
giving every morning. That is, I just think that is just so amazing. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love. So he knew that that God's love was shown in his provision every morning. And that, that is just amazing. And then that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. And, and that is beautiful too. Like that is why we want to be satisfied with the word, with, with the provision of the Lord, so that we may rejoice and be glad, not gloomy or sad or, but just be rejoicing. Like it's got, like even through, like he's not going through, is he, um, situation while he's writing these things. It's, and not, it's not like he's having these beautiful feasts. He's having manna. Exactly. He's still rejoicing. Yes. It's and, hard not to feel kind of bad for Moses yeah. in this whole section. Oh, like, yeah. Can you imagine being put in charge of leading out all these people? There's, It's a messy group of people. Right. It's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then I love that it says, and make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, and as for many years as we have seen evil, and we were talking about this uh, before we started, it's just like beautiful, beautiful, beautiful to see this. Mm -hmm. Make us glad. I mean, it's been so many years. And it says, it, it strikes me that it says for as many days as you have afflicted. He recognizes mm -hmm. that it was, you know, the days that were hard. It was, that was they, from they God. Were, that was from mm -hmm. God. And it was because of a consequence of, you know, many things. And, and even there, he knows that God is merciful and, and his, his steadfastness is, reaches to yes. everywhere, right? Yeah. Like it has no end. So he says, for as many years as you have afflicted us, please, yeah. O Lord, restore us. Yeah. And the, what's interesting is that Moses doesn't enter the promised land. So you'd think mm. this prayer might be about, you know, bring us into the promised land and let me see these joyful days mm. for as many years as we've been wandering in this wilderness and Moses actually doesn't enter the promised land and he gets to see it and that's it and then he dies and but what's beautiful is that as Christians we know that that God granted him that request in eternity that right. and then some so 40 years of affliction followed by an eternity of experiencing the joy of the Lord that's just Amazing. And then the last thing in this psalm that I wanted to point out is this. It starts with, um, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. He know. I mean, he's, we're, we're reading about the, the temple, right? Mm -hmm. The tabernacle, I'm sorry. And we're reading about that, how he, you know, why, why they're building it? Because God is going to dwell with them. But he knows that this is just pointing to something greater. He knows that. God is their dwelling place. And I just I just love this psalm to you know like to just read it where we are at now so we can remember that Moses is looking up to Christ. Right. Mo Moses knows exactly that this is just something that he's doing for a time, but it's pointing, pointing to, forward. Pointing yeah. forward and just just like we look backwards, right? right. To Christ. Yeah. 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 And he's our dwelling place and he still satisfies us in the morning. And we can still, you know, even if we have consequences uh, of our sins, we can still call and say, God, please now restore us. Right? It's just, like, just so much richness there. Mm -hmm. yeah, it is really hopeful when you can look at your trials and you, you see Christ and you, can, you have so much hope for eternity and it mm -hmm. ma makes you able to walk through those trials. I mean, you know, you know he's in them with you. Amen. You know? Um, yeah. And I, I love the, the one verse in the middle of that psalm, teach us to number our days mm. that we may gain a heart of wisdom. 
And I don't think you can, learning to number your days to really think about how short life is, is one of those things that doesn't tend to happen unless you've been given some kind of a yes. trial to yeah. walk through and or you're older or you're older, or you're older. <laughs> yeah the older you get the older yeah. like, oh, let me count my days <laughs> where is it but it's i, I it think true, when you yeah. realize you know that life is short mm-hmm. and that can seem like you know this is a terrible thing but mm-hmm. we can look at the shortness of life be confronted with it sometimes Mm -hmm. in very difficult ways but that is actually an opportunity to learn wisdom to pray that god would give us wisdom as a result of that Mm -hmm. amen so true and what about encouragement for um we were talking about this also you were about the you know like how about reading we want to encourage you to keep reading we don't want to be repetitive but we just (laughs) keeps coming and we just want to keep Encouraging you. Yes. So keep beating this drum. But yes, read your Bibles. <laughs> um, I think, um, well, especially when you get into chapters like we're in now, where it's a lot of, you know, very detailed instruction, you think, where's the life lesson in this for me personally right now? And it's not an exciting narrative like the earlier parts of Exodus mm-hmm. where God's coming through and there's all these, you know, cliffhangers and exciting things happening. Mm-hmm. Um and you'll see more of this kind of stuff. You get into Numbers and Leviticus right. and these very detailed laws, and it's easy to kind of lose steam. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. less um, less of a gripping story, but there's so much in there that we so many so much depth that we have yet to plumb. And it's God's word, and He's given it to us to feed us. Um, so it's important to keep going and not to think that if you just, well, I can just skate by on these days. I don't really need the Bible or I'm just going to give myself grace to starve myself. <laughs> and I, I, um, I, we were talking earlier, but I think one of the important things about the, you know, the reason we use this theme, keep the feast is, um, that the food metaphor really is valuable for thinking about how you read your Bible and that it's, it's not grace to, you know, get up in the morning, eat a carrot and think that you can go through the marathon of life on a carrot a day, on a carrot a day. You're going to slowly waste away. And then your friends coming is like, it's okay. okay. God understands that you can only eat a carrot. (laughs) <laughs> that you don't have time to make food, you know, like we know a meal you're or busy. breakfast. Yes, we know you're, we're all busy. We are we're busy. busy. Mm-hmm. And, but we are counting our days and we, we yeah, want yes. to be wise. Mm-hmm. Well, and honestly, I'm too busy not to be in the Word. I think mm-hmm. that's right. important. I mean, it's like you can't say I'm too busy to eat. No, you're too busy not to eat. You're going to collapse if you, mm-hmm. don't, if you exactly. don't get fed. So I would just encourage you to think about how... The word is food for sustaining your soul, and you don't want to get into the habit of spiritual anorexia, where mm-hmm. you're just starving yourself day after day and thinking it's okay. There's grace for this. No, you want it's it's a feast. God has spread this table for you, and He wants you to come, not to crawl under the table and pick up whatever crumbs fall. And grace days are they have to start with Christ. like in John 1 we read right from his fullness we have received grace upon grace so when we talk about grace we cannot just talk about like general grace like that you know, like we if we really want grace feel days we gotta start with Christ in the yeah. word mm-hmm. right yeah yeah 
So that's a fine line between like feeling guilty because you really, I mean, there are situations where you can't eat either. Like if you have the flu and you're flat on your back and you're sleeping 18 hours a day, mm-hmm. exactly. you shouldn't feel guilty about not eating a steak. You know, there's, there's situations in life where you will not have time to read or the physical ability to read for whatever Which are very, reason. very, very unique. <laughs> yeah, they're unique and they're rare. And one of the wonderful things is that even unlike physical food, often when we're flat on our back, we have more time mm-hmm. to be in the word, not less. So, um, but I would, I would say, you know, get creative with ways to fit it in. If you, you know, if you're up early with newborns or you're up late helping people with homework or whatever stage of life you're in. Um, it's a wonderful thing to live in the 21st century. We've got audio Bibles. Um, that's, a, that's a way I get um, my readings in a lot of the time is with the audio Bible. But you can break up the readings. You know, some days we have a New Testament and an Old Testament reading. Sometimes I'll do one in the morning and I'll do the other in the evening. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of different ways. A lot of ways to fit Sometimes it in. Sometimes I'll do several days, like in Exodus. I in my car I just turned on Exodus, and didn't worry about the other chapters in the New Testament or the Psalms. And the next day, I caught all those mm-hmm. ones. And I like doing that because you hear the kind of the full story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's just lots of different ways. I do a lot of the audio as well. Yeah, it's just great. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, some some stories are better. You know, like yeah. I just more it. And I was I was also like I think two 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 important things here like. Let's learn. Let's learn to be good friends and not encourage our friends not to be in the word. You know what I mean? Like it's like we need to change the narrative that we that mm-hmm. we use with our friends, right? Instead mm-hmm. of like it's okay, it doesn't matter. It's like hey, if you were just reading one chapter a day, you're just learning to get the habit. Why don't you just read next week two chapters? And it's like you want more, not like it's okay, not just push the it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, mm-hmm. uh-huh, right? And then I was talking to a friend in that is doing the Bible in Chalchi in Argentina and we were um, messaging yesterday and she's like, I just feel it's too much. Can I, what if I just do a chapter a day? And we were talking, like, I just told her, imagine if you read all these that we're reading, Exodus, you know, it will take you how many, how many it's chapters, like, like you know, which is like four or something, four, eight days, more than a month. I mean, you like talking about being tedious, you know, it's just like, you don't even know what happened. Why are they doing this? Yeah. You know, so. I, I think I posted this in the Facebook group. But yeah, that was so if good. If you Hannah. read, if you read just Genesis, so we finished Genesis, if you were reading it on the verse a day plan and a lot of women, that's all they do is get their verse of the day. And that's what they're, that, I mean, that's, that's what I would call spiritual anorexia. That's a bite of a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not even a carrot. It's, not, it's not even a carrot. Yes. <laughs> But if you read Genesis at the rate of a verse a day, it would take you more than six and a half years. And that's reading every single day, 365 days a year. Wow. That's a lot. That's just right. So you don't want to go through life with that. I mean, do you want... What's amazing to me is that you often hear women, you know, especially when you go through a trial, some difficult time. I I have a, a child who had cancer and having been in the word as a child and growing up and knowing so many of the Psalms, there's this resource that you often don't even feel like you need but it's mm-hmm. it's like feeling like oh no I'm broke and then reaching in your pocket and realizing I have this wad of hundred dollar bills that's just mm-hmm. been sitting here for this moment that's what it feels like you're you're filling up kind of a spiritual bank account and so it's so important to be 
going through this and realizing that that you're it's not just necessarily for what you need these are words that are applying directly to you in this moment each day but they're words that may come back to you later and you realize wow now I see how this applies to me or now I now I really understand what David was going through or you know there's certain things will pop out at different times in your life so it's Mm -hmm. so good to be reading it over and over because each time you read it some new thing amen amen it's such a blessing Mm -hmm. all right so keep reading keep Keep reading reading. by grace through faith (laughs) all righty bye 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 we'll try to find out how to finish this okay here it is (laughs) bye bye Thank you for joining us today on Old Friends and New, a podcast brought to you by the Christ Church Ladies Fellowship in Moscow, Idaho. Here's to a week of great Bible reading. Until we meet again.